Welcome back to Let's Talk Valdosta. Here's we're here with our newest episode, and we have our guests from Valdosta Main Street, Brandy Dane and Allie Sheely, both new to Valdosta Main Street. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you so much. We're glad to be here. Thank you. And um, I guess let's start about how long have you guys been working with the department so far? I started March 7th, so coming up on three months. And I started April 11th, so about two months now. Mm-hmm. And uh, tell everybody how is it going so far. It's great for me coming straight out of college and hitting a full-time job already. I absolutely love it. It's actually a dream job of mine. Oh, I love it too. It is hour to hour every day we're so busy and we just we just love it we love being busy we love being in the community we want downtown to be thriving as it is but to just to expand it and host all the events and bring lots of people to downtown valdosta and and how's it going you guys are um obviously you're new to to the city of valdosta and working with main street but how how has it gone meeting the vendors downtown meeting the store owners how's that gone so far They've been very welcoming. I, we love taking a stroll downtown. We love shopping downtown. I love looking at the beautiful buildings. Um, the vendors at Maker's Market have been wonderful to work with. We've got some great events coming up, and we've had some great events. Okay. And um, obviously, you've, you've got some great events coming up, and you, um, now you've made some changes in your short term here. Short time here. Um, First of all, we've rebranded First Friday, correct? Uh, What's the new name and and why the change? It's called Friday After Five. When I started, um, they were saying that you need to change First Friday because it needs to be revamped. And so we had met with um, the First Friday committee that was already established. And we just, as a group, came up with the name Friday After Five. Actually, Dave with the tourism came up with Friday After Five because he heard it was a success in um, Kentucky, actually. So we were like, that sounds great because if it rains or there's a three-day weekend that no one's really going to participate or be in town we don't have to have it on the first friday so we don't have to cancel the event to not bring business that night to the, the businesses and the dining and the shopping if we do it friday after five we can move it to the next weekend or the weekend after that and so actually that's what we're doing in july because the first friday is july 4th weekend and everybody's going to be in vacay mode so we're going to move it to july 9th We've also had, we're going to like have a scavenger hunt. We're going to have activities to do and just instead of like the dining and the shopping. And we're also going to have like a scavenger hunt. We're going to have a pup crawl. There's going to be something every month to make it more exciting. Oh, that sounds cool. So you guys are going to have like a theme each month. Yes. So it's not just come downtown, do a little shopping, do a little eating. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a theme involved with each month. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. And um, first Friday, I mean, obviously, first Friday has changed to Friday after five. Mm-hmm. And now we also have Maker's Market. What What's going on with Maker's Market? Allie, do you want to talk about that? Yeah. So Maker's Market is the second Saturday of every month. We block out. We block out a street sometimes, right? On Valley Street. We close down Valley Street, but we might not do that this time because of the construction workers. But we have it on the courthouse square on the sidewalk, and we just wrap them all around the courthouse square. And we have vendors from clay earrings. We have 
baked goods, anything that you can think of that you can make yourself, we have people selling them there. So, and I know once upon a time it was just a farmer's market, but now it's not only a farmer's market, but it's also anybody who makes things. Yes, mm -hmm. we, we really love local artists to come. Um, pottery, making their pottery and selling like the coffee mugs, uh, fresh jam. Uh, of course, we said jewelry, wreaths. Uh, we have fresh bread, produce. eggs, produce, um, fresh flowers, plants from Urban Garden comes. And Allie, what's your favorite thing to buy at the Maker's Market? <laughs> My favorite thing? Hmm. I haven't been to one here yet because cheerleading and all that kind of blocked my schedule being able to, but I love to buy jewelry. So the clay earrings and also the bread. I have yet, I, every time I want to get Kelsey's bread, it's always sold out, no matter what. I want to get some of her bread. And then also flowers for my parents. Gotcha. That sounds cool. Now, uh, Maker's Market obviously is a big deal, but we also have um, Father's Day coming up. You know, usually have a big event on Father's Day. Let's talk about what's going on during that weekend. That's going to be our Super Dad 5K at Georgia Beer. So we are taking registration now. Allie, if you want to tell them about the cost and what time it starts. Yeah. So registration actually um is happening online we have made a social media post we have a link in all the posts we have a qr code on the flyer but you can also come into our office and fill out an application the prices actually increase so the deadline for pre-registration was is may 31st that's 15 dollars, and then it goes up from june 4th to june 9th to $20 and then from June 10th to the race day which is June 18th it'll be $25 and a t-shirt is not guaranteed for those um, but we did order pre-order some shirts just in case people come in a little bit late um, and then for the race time registration 7 a.m. and the run actually starts at 8 a.m. and awards will be at 9 okay cool um, I know that that usually is a fun event the the dads dress up in superhero costumes and they're running up and down the street. Um, but you don't have to be just a dad. You yeah. can run or walk and or like me, if you want to participate and be the last one, hey, <laughs> at least you made it to the end. Um, but you can do in honor of your dad or you, if you like 5Ks, come on. Kids, anybody can participate. It's not just for the super dads. Yeah, and those people that, that run... They, they're involved with all these runs. They didn't, it doesn't matter what the theme mm -hmm. is. They, they typically like to get involved with the run. Now, also at the end of July, you guys have a big Christmas in July event. Tell us about what's going on Christmas in July. This is a brand new event to the downtown area. And so we're going to have vendors on Benny Al Benny's Alley and uh, the Main Street is going to have a table. And we're going to be selling all the past Christmas ornaments on clearance for $5. So if you like collecting the downtown ornaments, this is a great time to stock up because they're going to be on clearance for $5. And once they're gone, they're gone. This is the 30th year anniversary of the Christmas ornaments. And so next year we're going to be changing up what they're going to look like. So please, you know, come and get those. But we're going to have a Christmas in July theme we're also going to have vendors so instead a lot of people call that um you know are not makers market that they don't make anything but they sell like um scentsy or mary Kay or uh, you know all the makeup products or and we say well you know that's not 
you didn't make that, but you know, hang tight, we'll have another event. So we're gonna bring vendors like that, as well as um, vendors from the maker's market. And then we're hoping all the shops participate. We're hoping there's gonna be tons of sales. That's a great weekend. Um, it's the weekend before school starts. So we're hoping that all the shops will have a great sale for back to school clothing. And um, we'll have some Christmas trees dressed up with a little bathing suit and some sunglasses on. So you'll have to come out. It's gonna be a fun time. All right. Um, well, we'll be looking forward to all of these events. Um, now, let's go backwards a little bit. Last week, we had a major event. It, it's a little different than what we've done in the past, but we had brown bag. I mean, your whole department was out there. Our whole department was out there. Every week, every day, we had, you know, other department heads come out, um, city manager Mark Barber and his crew. Um, brown bag lunch concert series. And tell, about, tell us about how it went last week it was great it was good that we had one day where it rained just a little bit the rain held off and so that was so wonderful to have such a beautiful day and it was at olympic park we changed the location um because we can't use the courthouse lawn for a year and a half due to the construction of that um so mark suggested us have it at olympic park and I could not have done anything without our public works. They spruced up the area. It looked wonderful. Um, the sidewalks, they thinned those down so people would not fall. Um, they were out there every day with Allie and I. And um, I just want to give a big shout out to the public works department. You really, really helped us so much. There were food trucks out there. They did great business. People really enjoyed the bands. It was just a great time. And Olympic Park, a lot of people at first, they did didn't know where it was but by the end of the week they were so glad that we had brought it back out to Olympic Park yeah I know I talked to several people um, during the week and they were like they didn't know where the location was but they once they got there they enjoyed the location because mm -hmm. that park is extremely shady very and, much and there's space out there for everything you know the only one negative thing is that train comes by every now and then I know. <laughs> but but it's a great location and i i think we plan on having more things at the park correct yes we will be having more events out there i know that um anitra is going to be doing her back to school event um the first week in august out there and um we will definitely be having more events there's parking great parking and um, the traffic is, because it's under the overpass, the traffic is not that bad. Uh, you just got to find it, and it's a great location. There is a lot of parking, too. Mm-hmm. So the parking's not bad at all. Okay. Now, um, now let's talk about, I guess, some future stuff. I know um, the amphitheater's still being finished, mm -hmm. but how excited are we to at some point open that amphitheater i'm so excited i can't wait it's going to be great for downtown valdosta and the community to have our amphitheater finished and we'll have live acts and uh, performances it's just going to be a great time we're going to have food trucks when we have our grand opening um we're i'm just saying right now we are working hard on the details and details are be coming out hopefully in the next week or so okay and um what's i guess what's kind of been the the some of the store owners reaction to that amphitheater going up they they're looking forward to it because of course that'll have more traffic out there to do shopping and dining and just you know the downtown is growing I've we're talked, all excited i've talked to a couple of shop owners and they're like we're so excited to have 
it open. It already looks so beautiful. Now I can't wait to see the finished product. I can't either. Okay. And um, I know we, we don't quite have a date ready to announce yet, but I mean, everybody seems to be thrilled. You're getting, I know you're getting calls everywhere, people asking about ready to use it. Um, so who all is kind of just, I mean, what kind of people are calling you asking about it? Churches are calling, individuals are calling, uh, how they can book it, how much it's going to cost. And all I can say right now is we're not to that point yet. Right now we're wanting the amphitheater to hurry and finish. Uh, you know, with it being South Georgia, there's rain most every day in the afternoon, so they have to stop. Um, so that's held back a little bit, but we're not at that point where we can say how much it's going to cost, who we're going to rent it out to, what are the dates that we're going to rent it out to. Um, right now, we're just gearing up to having a big, huge grand opening celebration of it. Hopefully, in the next couple of months, that's going to happen. Awesome. I know everybody will be excited about it, and we'll be learning about that through, you know, through the city social media, through Main Street social media. If um, somebody's listening and they don't know how to get in contact with you, what are your social media pages? What's your emails? All that good stuff. You can email um, bdame at valdostacity.com or acilly at valdostacity.com. Our social media is on Facebook, Valdosta Main Street, and on uh, Instagram, it's downtown Valdosta. Um, and you can shoot us a message there. You can call our office at 259-3577, and we'll be glad to try to assist you as well. All right. Is there anything else you guys want to add that you want people to know about Main Street, upcoming events, anything. If you'd like to be a vendor, give us a call or send us an email for Maker's Market. We are accepting a few more vendors. We're going to have a great turnout on June 11th. It's the second Saturday, except in July because we're doing Christmas in July on July 30th. And please join us for Friday after 5. This Friday, we're going to be giving out some free merchandise from downtown Valdosta. And we can't wait to see y'all. Live entertainment deals going on in the stores well um brandy and Allie, um you got anything i, I see your face over there <laughs> um well we appreciate you guys having on coming on the let's talk valdosta and um we look forward to doing more stuff with valdosta main street thanks for having us thank you to protect his family from disaster steve used his camera phone done by taking pictures of his important documents, Steve can always have them stored online. Learn more simple disaster prep tips at ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Let's Talk About Asta. And I guess now we're going to talk a little bit about ourselves. I've got <laughs> a marketing director. I'm, I'm not even sure what your position name Community is. Community Relations and Marketing Manager, yeah, formerly known as Public Information Officer. Yeah, that's, that's way too long. <laughs> but that's a whole other story. <laughs> um, but we're going to talk a little bit about actually what we do in our department mm -hmm. i'm a part of that department at being the media coordinator but um obviously we've had a little bit of a change the the department's kind of had a turnover um i'm i'm the one the old dog now <laughs> and you and erica are, are new here uh but i guess Shar, what's kind of your um your visions vision for the department as as we go on in the future well my vision um and i I told this to leadership when I was um, hired is that um, I've been involved also 16 years now and my goal is to really connect us more with the community as far as what we're doing in the city of Valdosta. Um, one thing that I'm an advocate for is um, 
and and my leadership may not agree with this, but I believe all PR is still good PR because it brings attention to what you're doing as a government. And so that if you're running things transparently and, and people know what we're doing, then you get more of a buy-in and support from the community. So my vision is to have people more involved with what the city's doing, be more of the know, and participate in a lot of the programs and activities that we have going on. Yeah, I guess, and can you kind of talk a little bit about the importance of, and I guess we're, we're kind of bragging on ourselves a little bit here, <laughs> but we, as PR people, we don't tend to do that. We right. kind of, we're in the background and we give everybody else to shine. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's an opportunity to kind of shine on our department, but the importance of what we do and kind of what, what our role is here with the city. Well, one thing I've learned in PR over the years is that first, it takes a very special person to want to do PR. It's a lot of work. <laughs> Um, but it's a good, it's a lot of good work because you want to, a lot of times I'll uh, meet people that don't want to so-called brag on themselves. But one thing, like I tell people all the time, if people don't know what you're doing, they don't know how to be involved or how to support you. And so one thing that helped me when I first moved to Valdosta was, um, I took part in the government one-on-one class when I first moved here and that opportunity afforded me a job at the local newspaper at that time. And I was able to network and build relationships in a community I was not from. Um, I think what I try to get people to understand is that it's not necessarily bragging on yourself. It's giving people the good news about what they can do to be a part of that, of that foundation. So for instance, with the government one-on-one, this was my first year kind of spearheading it. And the class really surprised me in the feedback that they gave me. They were like, you know, I feel more involved. You had people that were from Valdosta that didn't even know about the class at first and being a part of that class kept them more informed. It, it, it dispelled a lot of um, myths about the city. And I think if you really have a strong PR person or team, um, I'm very blessed to have a very strong PR team in this role. Um, you're able to navigate that and target several different demographics and collaborate with people. So I think it's very important to tell the story and control the narrative because a lot of times, if you give the power to someone else to tell your story, it's not gonna come out the way you want it to. So you have to be able to get in front of your story and tell your story the way you want it to be presented so people know more about the authentic things that you're doing in the community. Yeah, I know I know Mark says that all the time. <laughs> our city manager Mark Barber always says we're got we have to tell our own story. Mm-hmm. We have to let people know what's going on and and that that makes what we do on the press release side, mm-hmm. on the video side, on the social media pictures side all that good stuff graphics that um you know we're 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 busy with the storytellers we're, we have to get that information out and and sometimes we have to pay attention to what what's <laughs> what's most important at that time but we always have in have things going on i, I know you mentioned government 101 and we just had a class finish and 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 Obviously, that class was great. We also, um, Citizens Police Academy graduates mm-hmm. this week. We had people that were in that class were also that was also mm-hmm. in Government 101. And I went out to the Citizens Police Academy the other night and took some video and photos of those guys. And there were members in that class who were past members mm-hmm. of Government 101. And now they want to also take the Citizens Fire Academy class, right. which is... They're all great education opportunities for citizens to be able to come in and learn more about the city of Valdosta. Um, uh, let's talk a little bit about some of our events that are coming up. Um, the big one that we have coming up is the um, is the photo contest. Yes, we do have a photo contest that's coming up. And I'll actually let you brag about that a little bit more. Um, 
I kind of came in the middle of it. But one thing I, I thought was really cool was that you have people in the community that were able to participate in that. And that's pretty much what I feel the city government should be is providing opportunities, not only to collaborate with the local art center like we're doing, but to also give the opportunity to the community to show their talents. And, you know, the citizens really enjoy that. Um, I remember years ago, one of my coworkers won the contest and he had, he was bragging for weeks about it, but it made him more engaged with what the city was doing and made him excited about the, the photo contest. And he was able to show his talent and also um, be a part of something really big. Yeah, um, we have the open reception coming up on June the 13th. That's um, that's at the Turner Center for the Arts at 5 o'clock. And then the award ceremony will be a little bit more than a month later on July 18th. Both of those are on Monday night. Um, and that both are start at 5 o'clock. Um, we have cash prizes for the winners. Um, I think we ordered photos last week. Mm-hmm. Um, we have... About fifty or so photos coming in. There's a lot of them. That that'll be um, <laughs> that'll be on display at the Tillman Gallery at the photo at the Turner Center for the Arts for for a little over a month for people to come in and vote and see. But we invite everybody out to come to that open ceremony on July on June thirteenth at the Turner Center for the Arts. Now, uh, let's once again we what we do is we we. <laughs> We tell the story. We tell the story, tell the and story. we work with every single department. And um, we just kind of talked a little bit about our stuff, but um, the Valdosta Fire Department mm-hmm. uh, recently had some big things going on. They graduated a recruit class, um, five new students, and also they got the informa- They got the word that they have their um, their ISO rating. Mm-hmm. We remain a one ISO rating in the city of Valdosta, awesome. which is the best that anybody that you can get and that is a big deal and um can you talk a little bit about um you know obviously you you did the press release (laughs) can you talk a little bit about what that means to our department well i have to give credit to chief uh brian boutwell i will say him and even chief um leslie manahan have really welcomed me um with open arms we also have a um coordinator erica thrift who's been working closely with them as well to get their story out because you you see so many negative stories about you know public safety leaders and uh, organizations but we have a really good leadership with both the valdosta police and fire department and the iso from my understanding because i have to have boutwell explain the lingo um but basically um that's an improvement from 2016 so it's not declining it's actually going up and it shows that the firefighters are really on top of their game as far as making sure that we're able to maintain that level. Um, they work as a fa- they're like a family, so they they all work really together and support that vision of keeping that ISO number uh, what it is. And so um, I'm very proud of those guys because, like I said, they're they're kind of pulled in every direction too. Not just you know you know we laugh about it. they don't just save cats and put out fires. You know they do a lot of things to make sure the community's safe. Yeah, I, and I think. Um to get back to the ISO a little bit, I mean, we're very proud mm-hmm. of that fact here in the city of Valdosta because there's not many communities that have that. I don't know the exact number. I think it was like 14 or something mm-hmm. before, but very few communities in the state of Georgia have that number, that one ISO rating. And we are extremely proud of what our fire department has done. But I, I don't think a lot of people realize <laughs> that a lot of that too on the scoring of that goes with our water quality. Mm -hmm. So that goes back to our utilities department and the job that they do, making sure we provide enough water and water pressure for our firefighters to fight fires. 
and also our 911 center. Um, right. That that's a county function, but 911 center dispatches dispatches mm-hmm. everyone from the city of Valdosta and everybody in the entire county. But the job that those get, those men and women do at the at the 911 center is is incredible, mm-hmm. and we appreciate everything that they do because without our utilities department and without our 911 center being as good as they are, mm-hmm. we would not have received that one number one rating in ISO or number one rating in ISO. Well, that's um, one thing too that um, I always joke about with Chief Batwell is that you know, you know, you do have you have a lot to be proud of with our fire department. Um, they just recently had two um, firefighters. One's a lieutenant and one's a sergeant who completed the um, Georgia Smoke Diver course. Um, and that's a very demanding course, not just ment- physically, but very mentally. Um, and once I got to understand more about it, you know, that's a very rigorous um, process for these guys. And they do it with a smile on their face. You know, they don't complain. They just work really hard for the for the fire department. But um, I do tell Chief about, well, you know, like he he has a lot to be proud of with his team because they work very hard. They work not only together, but they work with SGMC. They work with the county. They work with different facets of the community to um, make sure that they're fully trained and prepared for things of that nature. So I'm very honored to work with those guys and and see the different things that they're doing in that department. Now you 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 and Eric are both have hit the crown running. <laughs> um, I've told y'all multiple times that you you really have come in at the wrong time, the busiest <laughs> time of the year. So th- there's like no time to, to learn. You just have to jump in and do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's talk about some of our future events that we have. I know some of the events that we have that are going to stay the same, but um, some are going to change. But anything that you want to talk about that you, to the people and let them know what's coming up? Well, we'll definitely be doing um, Festifall again this year. Um, that will be... The la the I'm sorry, I wanna make sure I get the date right, but um we already set a date for that, um, for the fourth Thursday in October. Um, as of now that will be at our amphitheater. It'll be up and running by then. And that's something that we'll be doing. Uh, we'll have um family oriented activities and hopefully live music from local uh, bands there. Um of course we also participate in the Christmas parade with Main Street. Um, so we'll be doing a lot of different activities that are family oriented. Um, once I get a full year in this role, I will have a better time to um, assess what we can do, what we can revamp. Um, I had big shoes to fill in this role. So um, the, the ladies before me really set a strong foundation for me to kind of pick up where they left off. Um, and so I give credit to them as well, because we really have been able to, I've been able to walk into this position and kind of just pick it up and keep it moving. Um, but we also want to kind of create some events um, once the amphitheater's up for um, for the community as well. And then uh, working on some rebranding, some website changes, things of that nature to kind of give the story a bigger, um, bigger vision for the community. Well, I'm, as I know, <laughs> we're always going to be busy. <laughs> right. Uh, and, and you're going to be busy. This department is we have 600 50 plus employees that we have to make sure mm-hmm. that people know what they're doing <laughs> and um and they are they all of our departments are are so busy and they work hard and they're so dedicated to serving the people in the city of Alasta. But I, uh, I want to add to um I want to th- thank David Frost and uh Jason Barnes because they really um allowed me to come in and support their No Water No Beer Festival, which was the first one that they've done. 
um, and we'll have annual events. It turned out really great, but that was a really good opportunity as a new person in this role. Um, and also working um, under Mark Barber has been awesome too, because he's really been able to support and um, support my ideas and what Erica's ideas are and what the team's ideas are and kind of let us, you know, um, do our thing, trust us to, to, to do those things that um, this role is that this role requires. So I'm very thankful for that opportunity as well, but we have some things that we're in the works for. Um, we're also bringing the uh, youth city council back after the summer. So I'm excited to be working with the students um, and with the mayor on that. Um, so we'll have a formal announcement probably after this summer about uh, starting that class up again. Now that COVID has calmed down a lot. All right. Well, um, Definitely. I mean, obviously, I'll be a part of a lot of this, <laughs> yes. but we look forward to all the new things coming in, coming out of the public information office. And um, we actually look forward to letting you all know about the things that are going on in the city of Valdosta. And um, we'll be back on Let's Talk Valdosta for another episode very soon. <laughs> Let's Talk Valdosta is a presentation of the city of Valdosta's communications team. You can download this episode and previous episodes on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Follow the City of Valdosta's social media accounts to learn about future episodes.